This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Thank you, Byron. Welcome back. Grant and Danny on the fan with you until 6.30 this evening. The biggest story in D.C. sports, not just today, but every day until we get a resolution as to what's going to be happening with Dan Snyder and a sale of the commander's is exactly what's going on behind the scenes and how close are we to new ownership if that's going to be going down. And I think most of the tea leaves being read, almost everything you see in here, reports, floated speculation from most outlets is that Dan Snyder's preparing to sell this team. But every now and then you get kind of a dissenting take or report. Or cold water. And the New York Post has had some of those here recently and. Josh Kosman joins us on the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app. Visit BetQL.com to discuss just that. So, Josh, why don't we begin with kind of a summation of what your sources are telling you is going on in the quest for Snyder to sell the commanders? Sure. Thanks for having me. Um, so what we are hearing from from very close sources is that uh, Dan, the, the two suitors who are still in the process, so that's Josh Harris and a mystery bidder, um, who I'm not prepared to say because I'm, I'm only 75% sure who the mystery bidder is. But both suitors um, look like, it's we're not done yet, but look like they uh, will not be able to make the $6 billion minimum price the Snyder has asked for behind the scenes. Uh, both of them are trying to get co-investors. Uh, they're both scrambling a bit. There also is a feeling that the commanders are just not worth $6 billion. The Broncos sold for $4.65 billion, a record number just four or five months ago. Um, and there's definitely a feeling that Snyder is asking for too much. The commanders generate about $150 million a year in cash flow. And you've got to build a new state. Likely you'll have to build a new stadium with some private money. So uh, the, the the price seems high, and also for the two bidders involved, it, it's just a lot of money for either of them. Yeah, so Josh, I wanted to ask about the, the, the price tag. It, just a poorly drawn analogy here, but two houses in a really nice neighborhood, I guess this would be. Denver, <laughs> everything is set up. It's got the pool and uh, you know, all the working things in order. The one next door to it, uh, no hot water heater, needs roof replacement, uh, probably you know moisture in the basement, mold, water in the walls, a whole bunch of other things that need doing by any new prospective owner. There's just no way it's going for one and a half billion times more, give or take, uh, or one and a half billion more than the previous house that's in good working order. I, I've always been kind of stunned at that uh, that perceived price tag. Your thoughts? 
Yeah, and I think that brings us to the to, to the crux of the matter, which we're not going to really know for another month or two, which is, does Dan Snyder really want to sell? He put the team up for sale during a time that the Democrats were still in control of the House, um, that there was a lot of pressure on him to do something because of all the allegations against him. Um, but he did set a price tag that was quite high. Uh, there's certainly people, many people, who believe that he was very reluctant to sell. And perhaps he set a price so he wouldn't have to sell. Our guest, New York Post, Josh Kosman with us on Grant and Danny. So you say we'll find out if he wants to sell really in the next month or two. What's interesting about that, and I'm sure you, you track some of this just seeing it like we do, is that we have guests on who are covering this every couple of days, and many of them still think that he's going to sell within the next month or so. So there's a massive disconnect here between <laughs> what we're hearing from so many people and how you feel about this. I'm just curious to get your thought on that. Sure. I, I, I'm, I don't want to comment about anyone else's reporting. My guess is, well, I know who I'm speaking to. So my feeling would be that others who are reporting on this are speaking to people close to Snyder and people close to the NFL. I'm more speaking to buy side sources um, and also sources that are in NFL circles. But I am not speaking. I guess this will give something away, but probably not shocking considering my reporting. I am not speaking to anybody in Snyder's current direct circle. Uh, people who cover the team uh, regularly probably are. Um, I'm not. So he might very well be giving the body language that he's still going to sell. I do think it's still to be determined, but I can tell you that in uh, buy-side circles, and we're pretty close to this, it's more than one person. Um, believe that there is some growing evidence that he is not going to sell. Now, we don't really know until this auction is over. It is not over yet. Um, it will likely end in roughly three weeks. Uh, the NFL wants this resolved by the owners' meeting, which is at the end of next month, which, again, is only four or five weeks away. So I think we'll know soon enough. But the direction this seems to be heading in is no one's going to hit the $6 billion asking price. Now, of course, Snyder only bought the team for a little over $600 million. If he sells for $5 billion, that's still a heck of a lot of money if he really wants to sell. The speculation is he really doesn't. So where is that speculation coming from? You say there's growing evidence that he's not going to sell. What is that evidence? Because he, he's selling one of his two homes here. He is in London more often than he's in America at this point. He wasn't going to games at the end of the year. So that's the evidence I've got that he's checking out. You know, and I'm not, I don't pretend to know more than you do, but I'm just asking what is the evidence opposite that that is saying he's not selling? Those are all good points. The other point, the other side would be um, his asking price is, is through the roof. Um, so you would likely only be setting that asking price if you don't expect anyone to hit it. So that's that's the speculation. What you said also matters. It is interesting he's selling his home. Um, and you're right, of course, he did not attend the last few Commanders games. Um, but there, there definitely is, and I think this is kind of why consensus, he's not anxious to sell the team. He likes running the Commanders. Um, and 
that um, he sort of needed some cover towards the second half of last year when things got really heated for him. Now, what I don't know, by the way, um, and I wish I did, is what's in the NFL Mary Jo White report, um, the NFL's own investigation into Snyder. If there are things in there, and again, I don't know, if it's more than he said, she said, and there is real strong evidence of um, sexual harassment, maybe sexual assault, maybe it's worse than we know, or maybe as bad as the Washington Post has reported, um, then things might change because then the NFL might force him to leave. But I don't know what's in that report. Josh Kosman with us here on Grant and Danny. So you you kind of led me to my question here, Josh. That's one of the things I've theorized is people stopped bothering him to a certain degree. It, once we thought the once Bank of America got hired and you know the the exploitations of part or whole of the sale, he wasn't getting the same you know kind of uh, uh, under, under the Bunsen burner type treatment that he was previously. And I kind of theorized maybe that's what he wanted all along to kind of buy himself some time. There are deadlines that he certainly has to meet in terms of paying back for the minority owners and, and, and the debt that he incurred. But right now he's kind of free and clear with, with he doesn't have to go to league meetings and the like, I guess I would ask if we play that string out, uh, something that I think you've commented before about the congressional hearings and kind of the cover he's gotten from that. What's the end game there? Is it to force the owners to force him out? Is it to keep the team ultimately is it to sell it later? Play that string out. Again, we don't, you know, in, in, in respect to you guys and, 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 and fellow reporters, I think a lot of this is very fluid. Um, I do think that's interesting that he's selling his house in the area um, and that he didn't show up to games the last few games. But there is also, I think, what what you just laid out. There was a lot of pressure hiring Bank of America in a very public process, gave him cover. If the Mary Jo White report isn't that damning, and again, I don't know what's in there, but if it's not that damning, then perhaps if no one hints his price tag, he can ride this out. Um, You know, if he really wanted to sell this for $6 billion or more, despite the fact that he has a personal animosity towards Jeff Bezos, Bezos can pay him $6 billion or more. And right now, uh, Bezos is not in the uh, sale process. Yeah, and that's something I wanted to ask you about, too. And we're talking to, this is the voice of Josh Kosman, who's been covering the financial industry for 25 years, reporter for the New York Post and an author and uh, renowned in this field and has great information. So we appreciate him giving us some insight here. Uh, you, you mentioned earlier a mystery bidder, and I know that you can't say who it is, but can, can we at least clarify it? That's not Bezos, right? Like he's not. That's involved. not Bezos. I'm happy. Thanks for the compliment before. And and yes, uh, it's not Bezos. Okay, so and the reason I asked that, and you know this already, but for our listeners, is the thought all along was that Bezos was going to get in on this thing, and that the number is going to skyrocket when he does, either by way of him just having to outbid everyone to win it, or driving the price up. He hasn't gotten in, and that's one of the reasons I would imagine that the number hasn't come up. Do we know if he's going to? I mean, can we say decidedly that he's not going to? Because that's another area of some conflicting reporting where I know you guys are saying maybe he won't. I think in the post this weekend I saw the term used that they almost need him for a help Mary, whereas a lot of people are saying he's just laying in the weeds waiting and he's going to jump in here, the league thinks. I, I think it's unclear. Um, I, I'm certainly aware that in years past, uh, Bezos, who's wanted to own an NFL team, has really had his eyes set on two teams, uh, the Seahawks and the Commanders. Uh, so he he certainly has interest in the Commanders. Interestingly, he was not at the Super Bowl. He goes every year. 
Um, that And remember, Amazon broadcasts Thursday night football. So beyond his personal interest and love of football, he's got a business reason to be there, and he wasn't there. So um, there is speculation that's because he's laying in the weeds, like you said. He doesn't want questions asked. And if you're laying in the weeds, you'd rather not be seen. And he's going to spring up in three or four weeks um, and, and, and save this. Um, so th- there certainly is that possibility that either he makes a great bid at the end of the day, which is only three weeks away, or if the NFL forces Snyder to sell, that Bezos becomes the white knight. Um, so I think it's certainly possible. Um, whether it's likely or not, I think it's sort of a guess. Josh, I've been also fascinated by the the number of people that have walked away. I mean, we went through a, a period where we'd get one of these glowing stories of get to know, I think the name was Todd Bowley, get to know this guy, he's very serious. And then literally 24 hours later, he withdrew interest. I think you've mentioned John Henry is somebody that may have been involved. Is that simply because they're looking at the asset and going, ah, eh, not so much? Or do you think maybe it's because they're not sure, as you're talking about, Dan Snyder really is going through with the sale? I, I think it's both of those, and I think it's a fear that Bezos is going to show up at the last minute and outbid me, and I don't want to waste my time and mm-hmm. spend money. So I think it's exactly what you said, plus that, plus that, that the, the Bezos uncertainty. Can you tell us about Josh Harris? I mean, he seems to be, as of right now, the favorite in that he's the one name we actually know. He was touring the facility mm-hmm. recently. I know he owns the, the Devils and the Sixers, but I really don't know anything else about him. He's a private equity bazillionaire. Um, he co-founded Apollo Global. Um, most of your listeners may not know what Apollo is, but Apollo owns a, a, a ton of companies. I'm just trying to take off the top of my head to name a few, but they're, they're companies that, that many of us would have heard of. Um, they own linens and things that liquidated. Um, they've also had companies that have done better uh, than that. Uh, but they're a giant private equity firm. Uh, they buy and sell companies. Uh, they also run annuities. Um, and he co-headed it with a guy named Leon Black. Uh, he and Leon feuded in the last few years. Um, Leon was connected to Jeffrey Epstein. Leon kind of forced Josh out. And Josh is now focused very much after making a fortune from Apollo on his sports teams. Um, and... Um, you can argue he's been a mediocre sports team owner. Um, he certainly made a lot of money from the Sixers, but the Sixers have not gotten to an Eastern Conference final. Uh, Crystal Palace in England, the soccer team that he owns, has not done particularly well. Um, you could argue that the Devils in hockey weren't doing well, but that was until this year. They're, they're having a great season now. So, so I think he's been an okay owner. He's known as a very strong personality, um, and he would certainly care about winning. Josh, non-Bezos division here. It sounds like cash is going to be a problem. I think cash is going to be a problem. I, I, do, I don't see either suitor getting to $6 billion. Knowing who I think the, other, the mystery suitor is, I don't see either getting to $6 billion. Uh, the NFL only allows you to put a billion dollars of debt on your team, and you need to have a 30% ownership stake. So basically, you need to come up with at least $1.5 billion in cash. And even for most billionaires... Uh, that's a lot of money. And I think either of these guys can do it, but um, I don't think they can come up with the other $3.5 billion, uh, so, that would be needed. Uh, you, you mentioned getting to six could be a problem. We originally heard that that first round of bidding, the offer was around six to $6.3 billion. So what gives there? 
those were not binding offers. You had to say that you in, you had an indication that you might be willing to pay six billion without making anything resembling a binding offer, um, so and that to, got you so into the next own- round. So I do think that they, I do think that 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 at least Josh said. Actually, I think both suitors said, "Yeah, we might be willing to pay six billion, but it, it it really doesn't mean much." So that would be like if a house is for sale, I walk through it and then I say, "I'd probably give you a million for it." And then I find out actually it's just me and another person, and and maybe it's not worth that. Like actually, maybe it's eight fifty. Is that what you're saying? Essentially, it was a loose suggestion. Very loose. So if, let's say we use the house analogy. A house is for sale for one million. You the owner or the realtor is there when you walk through. The realtor says, "Look, we're just not going to take less than a million. And you say, "Okay, um, I, I have interest at a million dollars. I sign a piece of paper. Send me some more information." Gotcha. Now, you mentioned earlier in the interview $150 million a year in cash flow. That was the number you said, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right now, I would imagine. The amount of That's cash correct. flow possibility after Dan Snyder leaves skyrockets, right? Those of us that are here. You can argue it. You can argue it both ways. Certainly, it's been a completely, I mean, I'm not offending either of you and probably anybody in the D.C. area. <laughs> no, certainly. It's been a completely mismanaged team, and there is certainly upside. But, but, At so, the same time, you do have you will likely need to build a new stadium, which I'm sure will be large, at least partially privately financed. So, so there are there are two sides to that argument. But um, but but yes, the, the the possibility to make the Commanders an NFL top ten grossing team again, as it was years ago, is is certainly there. See, and you kind of beat me to it. That that's my point. Is 150 million now with Dan and fans checked out, and no one going to games and buying merchandise for a team name they don't like, that number goes up substantially. Your point is they need to build a new facility in the stadium, which I get. But you get that money back, I would think. I mean, eventually, you're going to yes, host Yes, eventually, sure. Super Bowls. No, I mean, well, it's a good, <laughs> hopefully, I guess. But, but, uh, but, yes, the possibility is certainly there. They've been very poorly managed for, uh, obviously, a while. One more money question, then. You mentioned sure. what they would have to put up, and what did you say, Daniel? Like cash could be an issue. Yeah, thirty percent cash. Could the NFL help them? And it might be no. I mean, I'm a dumb guy. I don't know. But like, let's say they're short X amount of dollars, and the league desperately wants Dan Snyder out. Could they give them some of the money that would be needed to be paid back later, or no? I would strongly suspect no. The NFL rules are thirty percent. It's not a dumb question. The NFL rules are thirty percent. Um, you'd have to have Goodell. Um, you know, bend over backwards to break a rule or bend a rule. And I just don't see that happening with Dan Snyder, considering that Dan's not the most popular guy in the league. Timeline-wise here, Josh, what's our next milestone where where we'll have a lot more clarity? I mean, obviously the end game is an announcement of one way or the other, right? But kind mm-hmm. of something you're looking for in terms of the timeline for the owners' meetings or maybe before then, when we'll have a better feel? We'll have to know before the owners' meetings, and that's late March. I believe it's March 26th. So it's not that far away. Well, uh, we should be seeing some real signs in the next in the next few weeks. So the next thing to look for, which has not happened yet, as far as I know, is that Snyder either tells both suitors, "Okay, give me your best bid, give me your best bid," or he says, "You know, because we're hearing it's not going to be six. Um, okay, if your best bid is five billion dollars, I'm sorry, you know, go home." So what we're really looking for, I guess, is the final bidding deadline, which has not been set yet. Uh, B of A, uh, Snyder's banker, is delaying that or 
yeah, I guess delaying is the right word, delaying that because he knows the suitors need time to line up co-investors. Um, so the, the question will be, when is the final bid deadline? I guess that's the next big question. And then, of course, what the bids are. And I think all of that needs to play out in the next three weeks. Josh, my last one for you. You know, again, non-Bezos division here. If we're down <laughs> to two, is there right. a chance that any any other group maybe emerges and says, wait a minute, we could probably do this. We, we, we got stronger, you know, maybe, maybe cash up front or we got a stronger finance team or something like that. We could swoop in here and do this. Have you heard anything about a buzz about a group that's not among these two finalists? Uh, I have not, but it is possible. I mean, just as they're waiting for Bezos, there is a possibility that we could see a third party. I mean, I, I think it's getting increasingly unlikely. Um, also, at a $6 billion asking price, um, you, you, you need somebody who's worth 20 to $30 billion probably. Um, there, there are those people out there, but um, it's, a, it's a relatively small group. So I, I think that Somebody, a mystery party like that would have shown up, but it's possible. I don't think it's impossible. All right, so then we'll end it here. This will be my last question. We'll get a prediction because you, you, you've, you're a reporter. You've been doing reporting and talking about what you know. Now the less comfortable part of the speculation, so to speak, do you think Dan Snyder sells the commanders this offseason? I think it comes down to what's in the Mary Jo White report, which unfortunately is the part of my reporting that I don't know the answer. But I think it comes down to, I think it will come down. We're not there yet. I think it will come down to what's in the report. Mm. Um, if it is really damning, and of course, that is a real possibility. If it, and, and Mary Jo White's a serious former judge. So it, if it is really damning, um, then I think the NFL, if needed, would force him to sell. And that leaves an opening for Bezos. And regardless of whether it's Bezos or not, Snyder's out. Um, I my gut is the way it's going. If there if that report isn't so damning, it's a he said she said, and they can they can they can sweep it under a rug. And we know the congressional hearings are over. Um, if he doesn't get his asking price, my gut would be that uh, you guys in the uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area are stuck with Snyder. Josh, sobering words, and that just hurt my sides a little bit. And hey, I have to go to any- the. Any thoughts on Santa Claus's whereabouts while you're at it? There's I got to go kid, throw up a little there's bit. There's some kids listening. You could ruin their day, too. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Josh, thank you so much with us. Great information, man. Thank, thank you. Thank you for the time. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you both. All thank right. you. Here's Josh Gossman with us on Grant and Danny. I uh, I told Darius and Ryan uh, through talkback during the interview at one point, I said, this guy's pipes are silly. Yeah. And then at the end of the interview, I said, this guy is silly, yeah. but I hope he's wrong about everything. I hope he's dead wrong. <laughs> it sounds like you guys could be stuck with Dan Snyder forever. Thank you. So that was something, huh? <laughs> Woo! Uh, react. Next. Here we go. Phone lines open. We'll get to them as they come in. 800-636-1067 on Grant and Danny. The MGM National Harbor listener lines are yours. That interview is what we call the cold water on us here in D.C. You're listening to The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.